Hi and welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hello Subhu. Hi, how are you? Very good. How are you feeling after the uh, second test? Yeah, surprise win. Really good. It was a surprising test in many ways actually. I mean the pitch I think has been relayed. Uh, possibly one of the first international match in Bangalore after the relaying I guess. Okay. Yeah, so... So it wasn't as crazy as a pitch as what it was in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> But it was still actually, I mean, doing all sort of things, right? Like, it was keeping low, bouncing, yeah. it was turning, yeah. there are a lot of cracks, you know. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think the story of the series is that one baller picking up six wickets and seven wickets is, looks like it's going to be the... I think Jadeja picked up about four, five, and Ashwin picked up six, and then everybody... Yeah, this guy, uh, Leon picked uh, eight, Leon picked Hazelwood eight. picked six. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So it's like a one-baller show. <laughs> okay, so what is it you're talking today? Uh, Ball to Congress, mobile. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the MWC is the event which happened last, probably on 27th, 28th of right. February. Yeah, it got over on 29th of February. And we missed last week, so I thought we will just pitch up, touch upon a little bit in terms of uh, what various... Uh, Announcements okay. in MWC and uh, what is the new direction in which mobility is moving and stuff like that. So, so uh, what are the, some of the key highlights before we get into some of the detailed topics, right? So, uh-huh. From MWC. I mean, my overall thing is like, is MWC really any more interesting these days? Or do you think it's like, I mean, pretty much phones are done deal, right? right. So we don't see much significant improvements from any manufacturers I mean they are all small small minor yeah. updates yeah. Yeah. so do you think it's it's relevant anymore I mean, like, I mean as a show it is relevant in terms of uh, for uh, for I mean uh, for people who are who are involved in the industry to understand what is the trends which are coming in and stuff like that uh, though there isn't much of a hardware new hardware announcements as in coming in this year uh, but in terms of like how whereas carriers are moving towards content strategy and stuff like that that kind of gives us a guidance in terms of how for next couple of years how the mobility industry is moving in and stuff like that so for me the takeaway from this MWC 2017 is something like how various mobile carriers are moving away from uh, providing as a I mean from apart from being a career, carrier and then how they are moving into a content strategy and then trying to evolve themselves into that area as well what are some of the readiness they are trying to do for 5G launch and stuff like that so I think those are okay. the key uh, takeaway I would say probably I mean, for me I mean especially um, looking at having the devices are getting more crowded uh, in, in, a, in a particular in a particular range uh, wherein 5G and other technologies, how some of the rollout which are happening would help in terms of ease out those billion devices to be going online and stuff like that. So, okay. So, uh, so uh, there was this, uh, I think, a keynote from uh, Netflix. All right, yeah. Uh, CEO, Reed Hastings. Yeah. So, what are some of the key highlights uh, which pretty much interested you? I mean, the, the one announcement which I, I mean, at least one thing which I would highlight is that something like how Netflix is using, um, um, I mean, uh, how they're using some of the advancement in codec and then to, 
So I think mainly Netflix is looking after they started moving, I mean, expanding worldwide. One of the biggest trend they are observing probably is the uh, only trend in terms of like how uh, more and more audience they are gaining with respect to mobile and tablets. Okay. Right. And then, I mean, the the more developed market are still uh, very comfortable watching Netflix on TV and stuff like that. And then we're in countries like India, China, not China, countries like India and other countries where they're uh, moving. I think they're seeing a trend where in terms of how uh, the, the customer is like extremely convenient in carrying their tablet and phone and then watching the device, I mean, watching the content in the device and stuff like that. So I think one of the areas which is what challenging in uh, these environment is like not giving an experience of buffering to the users. Okay. Uh, that's one of the important criteria for to have a good uh, watching experience on a mobile device and stuff like that. So I think they are using a new, uh, I mean, though they call it as an uh, AI-based system for encoding and stuff like that, I think it's more of a marketing term. But actually, they are trying to use some of the intelligent algorithms which can uh, basically look at every frame of a video when they encode them and stream them and then look at it. Uh, at every frame and then see intelligently uh, how much bandwidth it really takes to like like if you have a very full-blown action-packed sequence which is going to have much much larger color palette and then stuff like that so it is going to consume large more lot more bandwidth Uh, wherein you have something like a more melodrama kind of scenes wherein it's not it doesn't need that kind of so what what happens in a traditional encoding is that you either encode for 256 or 382 or in a specific set of uh, bits uh, wherein there is not much intelligence is there i think the new some of the advancements which they're trying to do with the codec is that how do we give the best experience to the mobile streaming experience uh, with respect to using analyzing analyzing the video with the help of uh, smart algorithms to see how well every frame can be just um, okay so uh, it's i mean i have seen uh, netflix i mean i've been watching netflix for some time now mm-hmm. and i have never i mean maybe i'm in a broader speed now no th- this is not at out actually oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the the digital optimizer is going to come something i think that they are doing a testing and stuff like that right now ah okay right so they are going to so even we thought that i have a better experience <laughs> so this is primarily if you are in a in a mobile connection where you have, you have a, the connectivity speeds are like say in kb yeah in okay. 300 kbps or 550 kbps oh. and stuff like that so they are trying to see how well an a 4k or an a an a 7108 180p can be given a best experience on such low speeds and so right okay so that is the kind of thing actually what they are looking at so i think a couple of interesting things they are doing with respect to uh, with respect to how the i mean there is not much can be done in terms of um, especially when you have a very disconnected connection environment and a mobility side uh, where people are moving and stuff like that so and then especially in the streaming side so i think they are trying to build this kind of encoding techniques with res- with the collaboration with the universities and stuff like that to see because i think one of the difficult thing uh, in this is that in the video sampling is that i mean as a company if they are developing this 
some human being needs to watch and then evaluate and rank that encoding how well it is mentioned so okay. i think some of the technologies which they are developing with respect to how do we test this without any human being to see the encoded video is how well it is actually so i think that those are the improvements they are trying to do in terms of like uh, i mean using those smart algorithms to use the codec to optimize the pro- optimize the streaming experience as well how to automate the way to test these things and then roll them out and stuff like that aren't other other players like google already doing it um, yeah, yeah I, i think yeah I mean, google has their own proprietary stuff it's called v vp8 or something like yeah, yeah 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 so they have their own codec which is also i think fundamentally based on similar principles and stuff like that so i think uh it's also open source right yeah, yeah. vp8 uh, yeah vp9 or vp <coughs> i don't remember exactly uh so i think but the problem there is that uh, the apple doesn't support that Ah, okay right mm-hmm. so only uh, only the android uses use uh, supports via uh, via chrome basically so i think the, i mean they, they are kind of developing some kind of an alternative in terms of to work around the whole thing actually right. and this could be even based on um, on on the open source of google chrome we don't know that actually mm-hmm. there's not much terms i mean like details in terms of emerged around that but what is very clear is that they are building uh i mean there is there is a lo- s- lot of marketing terms were thrown out in terms of how they are do- looking at it and i don't know whether they are going to open source this or something like that but uh, at this point of time it is more in terms of how they are just trying to demonstrate the capability in terms of how well they will be able to deliver the content and stuff like that okay so that's on netflix uh, what was the next really i mean uh, exactly in terms of significant uh, yeah so on the technology side and then there's also another interesting announcement from netflix is on they have a tie up with uh, uh, with this uh, chain of theaters called ipic uh, uh-huh. this is in us uh, so uh, ipic is like uh, this luxury theaters wherein uh, where you have very i mean like laid backs rickson seats and then you have all those kind of uh, very luxurious watching environment wherein uh the netflix is trying to beam their originals in this theater oh, so okay. where you will be able to go to a theater and then watch netflix shows or netflix movies and stuff like that but do they make movies now i think they will start making it so oh, okay. i mean i mean the, the but you, of, you don't want to do binge watching for 15 hours not in a theater <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. And I I also feel it could be something like this uh, this whole theater could be you no know, rented out by a full family or for uh, for a party and stuff like that. So I think all and also I mean if they if at all they have to win an Oscar um, I mean the academy has a rule wherein uh, the movie is in a theater for 7 days or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so uh, all that factors in actually. So I think also i mean they are investing big like we discussed last week also about this like they are investing about 5 to 6 billion on the content right 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 yeah so last year alone. and i think some of the uh, i mean original series are really really well yeah, in right. terms of production quality and so i think so i mean like in terms of business i think those are some of the interesting areas they are moving in and in i mean i've repeatedly said this like uh, netflix is like a phenomenal technology company for me actually when i look at it i mean the, the kind of innovations they are trying to do there or the the experiments they are trying to do in terms of the, the how do we algorithmically suggest you the 
the what in, what shows and what movies interest you and stuff like that based on your historical data and stuff like that so i think they're doing a lot of interesting stuff in both in with respect to technology and the business side and stuff like that so those i yeah, yeah i think uh, whatever that uh, story that is they are uh, already making i guess two or three uh, movies right ஒன்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர்ஸ்டர
So, I mean, at this point of time, it looks like the cloud app is going to come first, which is called Clover. Uh, okay. I don't know how do you pronounce it. C L O V. Clover. Clover app. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and the speaker is called Wave. Cloud Virtual Assistant, is it? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's an acronym for that. Yeah. So, I think that they, they are also building something, some services which are similar to what Google and Amazon has, like the Alexa, Alexa Poly, yeah, and yeah, other yeah. services, which are like basically based on transcribing services and encoding services, natural language processing and everything. So I think they're building similar those along with the line, which is like on top of uh, their own search technology and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So uh, it could be, it could be an another option for OEMs like Sony and other LG and other players who wants to have a virtual assistant, which is flavoring to that market. Right. Right. So which is like foreign exclusively for Korea. Right, right, right. on that region if they're building it or it could be even for global also so I mean th there are more options is always better right so yeah okay so uh, was there anything interesting in terms of uh, you I remember you showed me a video where uh, how that virtual uh, assistant uh, works yeah I think that was in another company which uh, the line had acquired long I mean sometime oh, back okay uh, that is basically it's a uh, personal hologram assistant which you hologram assistant yeah right so <laughs> It's in a hologram where it is like your assistant wherein you can just talk to them and stuff like that. So, but I, I'm, I've not seen that, I mean, I've not seen any concrete announcements when it is coming to market and stuff like that. But this seems to be an early announcement What when the first thing is going to come is be the Clover app. Okay. It's going to be part of your Android and iOS and stuff like that. So. Okay. Uh, what else before we talk into Nokia 3310? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so another interesting thing I saw is that, uh, I mean, like, uh, I mean, it is more than announcement, there are a lot of announcements about delays in this MWC, wherein, like, I mean, Galaxy S8 is yeah. Yeah, supposed to come, but uh, it got delayed because of various reasons. And I also saw a couple of announcements in terms of, uh, I mean, like, biggest surprise to me was that uh, Snap, I mean, the... Snapdragon. Yeah, Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 was not available in uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why it was because the, many of the flagship phones which are coming in 2017 supposed to spot them actually. Oh, okay. All right. So I I didn't see any of them, but even the new LG phone which is announced is based on G G uh, G6. Yeah. yeah, which is based on the previous generation processor, which is like 8 821. And so I there's a delay. Is it? I don't know because I, I see, I mean like the Qualcomm is slowly kind of uh, getting into a mode where I think they're kind of getting, they're delaying, I mean their flagship processes about six months, eight months and stuff like that. And then also other interesting trend I see is that uh, the flagships which are coming uh, are moving into the lower mid segment much faster, which is like about less than a year or something like that. So. Okay. So when you have such a flagship device trickling down to the middle segment and you don't have anything on the top end, it just really leaves a vacuum for OEMs, right? So right, yeah. But I think it looks like there are no real, I mean, competition, right? Even for Qualcomm. No, I mean, like you, yeah. uh, everybody is now into silicon manufacturing now. If Apple is doing their own, yeah. Samsung is doing their own, Xiaomi is moving into their own and uh, Huawei is getting into it. Actually, Qualcomm market has been kind of it's just going to be eaten up by all these guys actually. Right. and if uh, 
top five manufacturers is not going to use Qualcomm, then you are I, there is no other flagship is going to get into it. Right. And if uh, Huawei and uh, Xiaomi can make a better silicon, yeah, right. then you have they they need to be in the, even their middle segment and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting. I uh, it's a little worrisome trend also. So let's yeah, but, but yeah, but I somehow actually have. I mean, as I said in the beginning, uh, it may be my mindset. I don't know, but I think I really don't care much about mobile phones these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it used to be so much of craze. Uh, I mean, even apps, for example, right? Uh-huh. There is not much of craze, I think. Okay. It, it has probably sort of... I mean, it's there, right? It's just granted. No, I, I think th- that you are feeling that because you are using like more than one one tablet, one laptop, and you're... So oh, possibly, yeah. If, you're look, if you look at a profile of a person who has... Uh, their mobile phone as a primary computing device, Mm-hmm. Then the ball game is completely different, right? Because no, no, I mean, I, I still consume a lot of stuff from mobile. I think almost, uh, I would say, four hours, or I mean, four to five hours a day. Uh-huh, right. uh, I mean, exclusively, I access so much in mobile, just mobile, right? So many things. Yeah, but still, Could be movies, it, music, yeah. Uh, podcasts, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, but still, it's not your primary computing device. So yeah, but I mean, uh, what I mean is there is no each to really upgrade. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I use a six six iPhone success, but pretty happy with it. Yeah. Maybe the screen could be a little bigger, but <laughs> apart from that, I I really I mean, it wasn't the itch what it probably if you look at five years six years back. Uh-huh. I mean, you really want a new device every other year, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that was like initially when it came in, and then because it was slowing down much faster. Yeah. And the device that's what longevity is also moving right. up right now. So. And there is not real differentiator for you to actually, uh, I mean, chuck your existing device and move on to something else. Yeah. I, I mean, now the ball game is like more in terms of the services which you want to build around the, uh, around the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, we are moving towards that direction and for a lot of people, uh, the mobile phone is their primary computing device. I mean, for those guys, they need to go move on to the Correct. next yeah. flagship much faster. Right? So. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the Android cycle, there's always an opportunity to upgrade, I guess. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So, so what other, I mean, uh, devices you saw interesting? I know LG G6 was one. I think uh, the other one which was creating so much of buzz, which I want to briefly touch upon is the Nokia D3310. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have never owned the device, but uh, I mean, yeah, okay. why is it so nostalgic? And like it used to be one of those devices where it can it used to work for a week or ten days with one single charge. Okay. And uh, I mean it used to be very sturdily built. Right. And I mean that uh, that device that device probably had a run time run in terms of between the upgrade cycle. It was about in the market for three years or something. Mm. If I'm not wrong. And they had a many series around it. Right? Yeah, three three five zero. Yeah. I mean, I probably owned one one three series. I believe so. It I, was kind I, of. I'm not able to recollect platform, and then there right, are so yeah. many variants were built around that. So in many nostalgic way, <laughs> in a nostalgic way, I think it was kind of it had its own significant in early <laughs> yeah mobility. Two two thousand and ninety nine and two thousand era actually. So, and the only thing you could probably do it is in uh, I mean play the snake game yeah, and I, take calls yeah <laughs> and I think SMS was just introduced at that time so oh, yeah. Uh, yeah so probably that was the first device which came with SMS if I'm not wrong actually. so and this new one what they launched is it that's based on Android is it no no 
it's their own proprietary OS. Okay. It's probably series 40 if they would have had. And it's a dual SIM device actually. Oh. So. Uh, <laughs> surely perfect for India, I think. Uh, would, uh, probably you could use it as a second phone or. Yeah, if you are calling as your primary uh, if device, then I think it should. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so that is actually from not from Nokia, it is from HMD. Right, they are uh, I mean, ex Nokia employees. Yes, yeah, right. So, but they retain the brand, is it? I don't know. No, I mean, I think Microsoft deal is kind of over, and now uh, Microsoft cannot use Nokia anymore, actually. Okay. So the HMD would have licensed Nokia brand. The HMD is the uh, the leftover of Nokia. Or the um, spin-off? I don't know exactly. I don't know okay. about how that entity works. Uh, but I think Nokia would have probably just licensed their brand actually. So mm-hmm. so the other manufacturer can just use. And also they are also targeting China specific uh, Android device which is called Nokia 6. Okay. Yeah. So that is going to be very China specific Android device. Right, right, right. So that was also another announcement which was there. I think that was there quite some time back also. So. But it became much more clear in terms of uh, what uh, Nokia 6 plans and stuff like that. So we'll probably see more Nokia Android devices in future. Actually. Like I, I didn't see anything like like earth shattering device. I mean, there was just again one more dumb BlackBerry, Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is not much mobile phones, but not yeah. much hardware at all. There, Connection. Actually, yeah. So. And also, I mean, they, they, they are again not giving that QWERTY keyboard and then say, yeah, that is probably the, <laughs> I mean, innovation somebody keeps on buying it, I don't know. Anyway, so, anything else? Um, on MWC, I didn't see So, other interesting idea I saw was that, um, uh, only thing is, uh, there are many discussions around in terms of how 5G... Right. Uh, the connected, the connected billion, connecting billion devices to the network and stuff like that. So, mm. uh, if I'm not wrong, I think probably 5G devices will first will appear on 2018 quarter two or quarter three. So, mm. so I think that's another announcement which I saw. Other than that, there's nothing, anything, not that much interesting there as in actually. Yeah, I haven't really experienced even, uh, uh, I mean, a pure 4G experience so far. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. 5G is a little far ahead. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we'll talk next week. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.